You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Tech fan number 134 with Tim Robertson, Owen Rubin this time, talking iPhone 5, GTA 5. Uh, how about Robot Wants Kitty? And iOS 7. And it is Tech Fan number 134. I'm Tim Robertson, recording a day late, and thus I don't have David Cohen with me. He had a, a family thing that was planned uh, for today, and he couldn't be here. So he suggested, and I, and I would have came to the same conclusion, but he actually suggested when he declined to come on the show today, because, you know, like I said, family thing, you know what you should do is uh, see if Owen Rubin will come on with you. <laughs> so here's Owen Rubin with me today. I can't do it today. I'm sorry. I've got to go. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, he was the one that was saying, yeah, you should get Owen. I haven't done it in a while, so I th- thanks, David. Yeah, it's uh, been I probably four or five months, I would think. Maybe longer, I don't know. It has been a while. I uh, I miss doing it, but I just I seem to get so busy that I forget to do other things. Well, plus we record very early in the morning for you. Yeah. Well, 7 a.m. on a weekday, I sometimes can make it. On a weekend... Today, normally, my wife would kill me because my office is right. You know, my office is right underneath the bedroom, so she hears me. So, and then this morning, so I told you I had to be a little later today. And then, of course, this morning she snaps awake at seven thirty and can't sleep. So. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm. I'm always. A, well, I don't want to say always, but I'm almost always an early riser. Are you? Uh, yeah. When, if, if I wake up at all, I'm up. I can't go back to sleep. Is that right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just the opposite. But I, I'm ter- mornings for me are slow. But you know, come around seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. You know, I, when I do my programming, I do my best work like between eight and one. Uh, well, I'm not a programmer, but I think I do my best work between seven a.m. and say one or two in the afternoon. I'd rather be that way. I, w- I wish I could flip a switch. Where's that setting? I don't know. I used to be <laughs> your way for a long... When I started My Mac Magazine back in the day, all my best stuff was done at like one in the morning. But I don't know. At some point, my body just kind of switched over and I became a morning person. I yeah, I was so hard to wake up in the mornings growing up. You had kids. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that is it. Kids required you to get up. So. Yeah, well, you don't have a choice to stay sleeping. <laughs> you they're not. up, you're up. Yeah, you're up. Yeah, they're away. I had a years and years and years ago when I was first starting to work in the Silicon Valley, I got a place with a friend of mine and uh, we shared a, a condo. And that's when you do like seven o'clock in the morning. He'd, he'd, he'd be awake and he'd like scream, I'm up, everybody's up. You know, like, <laughs> and you just got up. You know, mm-hmm. he was, that's the way he was. Wow, I don't think now I was no, someone I, like that for a while. I, I can stay awake three o'clock in the morning. I, in fact, you know, I have to, I have to watch myself because when I get going on some programming stuff, I just get so involved in it. I don't pay attention to anything. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I used to be like that with the uh, my Mac stuff because you know I'd work all day and then I'd get yep. home and I'd eat dinner and do stuff with the kids. Kids would go to bed and okay, I'm going to get a little bit done, and uh, I I would just kind of get into that zone and look up and it's you know two thirty in the morning and I'm like holy moly, this is way. Sorry about this. that. No problem. I unplugged it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. 
I don't know who is calling. Message error. Didn't even get a didn't even get a caller ID. You, you were so uh, fast. Well, I, I yanked I yanked the wire out. Well, I had, I, see, I have my mouse hovering over the mute button. <laughs> so this was kind of a honestly, the last two weeks for me has just been all about all the geeky things that I love in life, Owen. It's been kind of crazy. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's well, you know, last week. Can't imagine, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Last week I put in, uh, well, I didn't, but I had an SSD installed in my iMac, hoping to get a few yeah, more sorry, years out of it. Yeah, I remember you saying something about that. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so nice. But the problem is um, I couldn't move, or I didn't, I should say, move all my applications over from the old internal to the new, oh. new internal because it's just so much smaller. It's a 250 instead of a yeah, one and a half terabyte. They're still expensive for big ones. They are. And... Uh, so I thought, you know, I'll, I'll move the important stuff over. But as time goes on, there's more important stuff that I didn't move over. <laughs> For instance, I was going to attempt to record the podcast on the new machine, or on the uh, iMac instead of my laptop like I usually do. I stopped using the iMac to record the show because the fans would kick on. And it <laughs> would start making a lot of noise. Well, that was all hard drive related. Oh. All of it. It's because the drives were generating so much heat? Yeah. Yeah, and they're just working because you're writing a big audio file to the hard drive. Uh, I don't have the problem with the laptop doing that. And I know putting an SSD in the iMac would alleviate that problem. And the reason I know that is because my daughter likes to play some of these games online like Club Penguin, this one called Roadblocks. And anytime she'd play those, the fans would start kicking on and it, the machine got really loud. And I thought that was a processor thing. Oh, it's Flash and it's processor and blah, blah, blah. Turns out, no, it wasn't. Well, I'm sure Flash was part of the culprit. But for whatever reason, those games, and they're web-based games in a browser. Um, and and the, here's the thing. They're really crummy graphics. Using Safari? Yes, or Firefox, or... Safari does, on Chrome. my iMac, Safari causes my fans to go on full speed after about 30 minutes. Yeah. Just sitting I, there. I don't think Safari Just, on the desktop is a good browser. I don't use it. I use uh, Chrome. I use Chrome as well. Yep. I, I have to admit, I, in fact, I use Chrome on my iPhone. So do, uh, I, I flip-flop, to be honest. I like it. It'd be well, easier if I stuck with Chrome, but I have a few web pages that will not open in Chrome on my, right? web, uh, yeah, on my phone or my iPad, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that a couple times you get something that doesn't open right. It's weird. It's true. Do you use Penguin? No, I've never used it. So Penguin is um, it's an interesting idea. that I, I think you can get it for free now. There's a free version. So Penguin is actually not a browser. It's, they call it a browser, but what it does is it opens a virtual connection to a server and gives you the screen back. Huh. So you, it actually runs Flash and it runs, uh, you know, it, it runs all, it, all the JavaScript, everything runs away from your phone. And you get the screen back. And what, however they've done it, they've done an amazing job of getting it pretty real time to your screen. Hmm. Probably wouldn't it work for like games, a, though. It, it, well, I've watched videos on it. Video, but games are twitchy. Move I've up, never move tried right. a game on it. It'd be interesting to see. They claim it's supposed to be fast enough, but I, that's a good idea. I'll have to try to find one of these games. And if it's uh, video, how do you know it? you're watching it in real time? How do you know there's not a five-second buffer? Well, no, there might. you're right. There might be a five-second buffer. It, it doesn't stutter is what right. I mean. So you're yeah. right. So you're right. The, the, the delay might truly be there. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you're running a VC client, you know, VNC client. Right. Kind of 
So, but with a game, you go like left, it. it should go left right then. If it doesn't, you know, there's some caching going on. We have to name a game. I'll have to try one. I don't usually play online games. so I don't either. My daughter does. But when she was doing it on the iMac, it, those fans would kick on. Now she plays the same games on the same machine. The only difference is, the only difference is, it's booting up for a, from an SSD. It, the fans don't kick on. It doesn't run super hot. So that was that was all hard drive related. I think I want to put one in my in my MacBook Pro. I keep thinking about doing that. So I went and tried to uh, launch GarageBand on that machine. Yeah. And of course it says, "Oh, libraries are all screwed up and blah blah blah. You got to reinstall oh. it." And I'm like, "Ugh." Well, like I'm not going to put GarageBand. Did on you use right Carbon now. Copy to move it over? No, I didn't. Um, okay. Some things I did, but not everything. What is this? You remember when it used to be on the Macs before OS ten? You could just pick an app up and move it. You know, it's like I miss those. I miss those days sometimes. Now, with the with the Unix underpinnings of what OS ten is, you can't just pick an app up and move it. Typically, because all those other files and all the little hidden places have to come with it. Yep. I just got a text oh. as as I was talking, and it says I didn't uh, do it. <laughs> it's from seven one eight two. So you know this is. One of those services. And it says, Tim, thanks for upgrading your phone with Juanita at our AT&T store. We'll text you shortly for some feedback. And then immediately, how likely would you be to recommend AT&T to a friend? From 10, definitely, to 1, definitely not. It's like, really? Um, so I guess that's a good Did segue. Did you get a new phone? That's, that's the segue right there. So, at the beginning of the week, as you know, Apple drops iOS 7. Yes. In I've like, been using it for a while, actually. I had been using it on uh, an iOS, or I'm sorry, an iPhone 5. That wasn't mine. It was somebody's from work. But okay. they left the company, and we needed to forward that number. We just forwarded it to mine. And instead of just pulling the SIM and giving the phone to somebody else, he had already installed the beta of iOS 7 on it. Okay. Uh, like three, four months ago. So I just took the phone home with me to play with it for a while. So I was already familiar with iOS 7. There was no real big surprises except for maybe some ringtones that were only in the, the shipping version that did, they right. didn't put in the... Yeah. At the very, at the very, very, the, I think the very, very last beta added the, the uh, wallpapers and ringtones. Mm -hmm. And they fixed bugs, obviously. Oh, of course. There was this horrible bug <clears throat> for a while where the home screens, and I say home screens because now I think of them as multiples, uh, you would hit the home button, and they'd be blank. I've and seen, you'd actually I saw have that. to go to multitasking and come back in order to get it, the home screens to reappear. That was a bug that stuck around for a long time. I saw that a few times myself. Yeah. So I had iOS seven for a long time on that iOS or on the iPhone five. I I was you know I'm not going to put beta software on the phone that I use on a day to day basis, which was an iPhone 4s. I never upgraded okay. from my 4S to a 5. I'm still on a 4, I hate to admit. So I finally, uh, with my 4S, the day it came out, I updated. And uh, I had a lot of people ask me, hey, how does it work on a 4S? Is it is it worth upgrading? And the answer is, yeah, it, it really works well. I'm running I was on a, a little 4, worried. Tim, and it works really well. Yeah, so. my one of my, uh, Brittany, my daughter, did that. And she did it actually when I was at work. And I think that's <laughs> the first time she's ever done something like that without cool. consulting me first. Usually, you know, when it comes to tech, we'll ask him because he's... How old is she? Uh, 18. Okay, so it's old And, and old it is her phone. Make decision now. Yes, it is her phone. She paid for it. Well, I mean, it was a free phone, but... <laughs> she paid the, the free part of it anyways. 
Got it. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, she went and updated it, but she really wasn't reading the messages right because she, it's obviously tied to my account, so any apps I buy, she can have and that sort of thing still. Okay. <clears throat> so it comes up and it says, do you want to use this for all of these phone numbers for texting and SMS? Oh. And she said yes. And, of course, that pushed it out to all my other iOS devices. I know I learned that the hard way myself. I didn't know that. So I was getting her texts on my iPad. She was getting texts that were sent to me. <laughs> it was. It took me about a half hour yesterday to finally fix it all. Yeah, I, I did that, too. I said, said, do you want to use this number? Yes. And then I realized, oh, now they all use that number. Right. And I, I, I understand why they put that in there. Even my computers, I was getting her texts. for the, I, Oh, I'm not seeing them on the computer yet. Maybe I haven't. I guess I have to update. Have you d- put Mavericks on your computer? I do have it on the old internal uh, on a uh, drive in there, but I'm I'm. It's okay. I mean, I didn't. There was no compelling reason for me to go back and continue to play with it. It was like, yeah, okay, it's it's basically the same. I'll just wait for another. Yeah, I'm, maybe I, another I you know I'm, I have, I have the I pay for the Mac developer as well, mm-hmm. and they offer it as well as the new Safari. And I hate this is gonna sound terrible, but you know I, I keep getting this. Here's a new Safari. Here's a new Safari. Yeah, yeah. And I keep saying no thanks, no thanks. It's like that's how little I use Safari. Sorry, Apple. It's just they, they need to start from scratch with Safari. I think they really do. It, you know the the comment people were, used to say a while back is what's going to happen when Steve Jobs is gone, and and I, I think I have the answer. There's no guy like Steve Jobs walking around telling the young engineers, stop doing that. Uh, what I'm finding I, yeah, is... You know what? Weird... Here's the thing. They're, they're, Apple's always had these certain apps that were always buggy. I mean, let's be honest. iTunes, for seven of the last ten years, was just crap. It was just Which terrible. Uh, iTunes. Yeah. They tried to make it a, the be-all and end-all. Okay, this is how you get your movies. This is how you get your apps. This is how you rent um, TV shows. This is how you get your music. This is, I mean, it was too much. They just piled it all in there. And it was still the same code base, updated, but still the same code base for years and years and years. And yeah, and, and we all know what happens to software when you keep piling on. Yeah, well, see, that was this part of my iMac that if you want to go back far <coughs> enough, this iMac is a... Not so direct descendant. I'm sorry. I should say is a direct descendant of a uh, G3, or I'm sorry, no, a G4, a dual processor, 500 megahertz G4. Wait, wait, wait. That's the iMac you're talking about? Yes. And the it's reason the it's old, a direct the white ones, the old white ones. No, 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 no. It was the the. You you remember the the blue tower G3s? Yes. And then they I, had there's the one, there's one right near my feet. Yeah, well, the one I after that was a G4, and it was kind of a, a yeah, greenish gray. The one that's kind of blue, grayish blue. Yes. That's the one I have still down here when I need to go back to old stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, since that mach- that was the last machine that I started f- scratch from fresh, just it's a new OS. I'm not doing, I'm not going to bring my old crap over. It's I'm starting from, fr- that was the last one I did that. So since that machine, I've always done migration all the way up until the iMac. Oh, I see. Okay. So I've got a lot of legacy crap on that <laughs> internal hard drive. So that's why when I put the SSD in there, I didn't want to do a migration assistant. I wanted oh. to start from scratch, brand new uh, Adobe. Ah, that's why your libraries are missing. Okay. Yes. And so you were talking about Adobe earlier. Uh, we were. Before, before, we, we, started. before yeah. we started. Yeah. 
and I can't use Photoshop or Illustrator because it's installed on the other ones. I can't just launch them from that other hard drive. I would have oh. to go and, and try to find my download links and my serial numbers and re-download them, and I'm, I'm just not going to do it. So to do my light graphic work without literally pulling out the laptop and using Photoshop on there or rebooting to the old mechanical hard drive in the iMac, right. I, uh, I spent, I'm going to say it was 20 30 bucks, and I got Pixelmator. Ah, so I have not looked at that yet. I, you know, I asked this question, I think, on Facebook the other day. Okay, what do people suggest uh, as an alternative to Photoshop? Well, it uses layers, transparencies. It's got Is almost it Pixel all the Mater? tools. Pixelmator, yeah. It's in the Mac App Store. And oh, uh, I've only used it lightly for the last two weeks, to be honest. <clears throat> I haven't done any heavy, heavy lifting with it. But for what I've had to do... It's worked perfectly every time. It's it's yeah, extremely well, so Photoshop, fast. If, you, if you're heavy, heavy, heavy into doing, oh, I'm looking at their their demo screen right now. <clears throat> this looks like you can do an awful lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, for for someone who's a serious photographer, they're going to need Photoshop. They will. Now, there was or an app Aperture a long time or... ago. I wish I could remember the name of it. It, it uh, their icon was a little film can. Oh yeah, uh, color it. And they were a complete knockoff of Photoshop. Color it. Color it? Was that what it was? Yeah. Maybe. And it was a complete knockoff of Photoshop almost. And I really missed that one not being kept up to date. Mm -hmm. As Tim and I were talking about earlier, I, I have this love-hate relationship with Adobe. I think Adobe makes fantastic software. They really do. Uh, Photoshop is a phenomenal piece of software. But this new Creative Cloud idea where I have to rent my software, at, and if I wanted to get the same thing I have in my Creative Suite, it's what? $30 or $39 a month Yep. is just, to me, is ludicrous because it's $39 a month for the rest of my life. The minute I stop paying for a month, the software turns off. So I could have, have invested $300 you know, or $400 in 10 months and then say, well, I'm not paying this month, and bang, my software is off. Mm -hmm. uh, and that bugs me because I think it should be more like when you buy a phone or whatever it is, after a certain number of months, you should own it. And I'm angry that, that Adobe doesn't offer a purchase version. I don't like renting software. I don't know. The whole idea, I guess they think this is going to stop uh, people stealing and lending software. But uh, funny enough that w within a week after uh, it came out, I saw two sites come up that let you point bootleg versions to their sites to make them look like they're uh authenticating the software and you know you don't get all the updates and everything but you know if they can do it in the first two weeks they can do updates regularly and i think it's going to increase the amount of people who steal the software not decrease I oh i agree think, i think they made a mistake i i just think it's you know i get that they're trying to make money and i agree with paying for software but i just don't like the idea of renting well like i said i just bought pixelmator i i'm not going to you know, steal the stuff. I'll pay for it. How much it. is this? It's not very expensive, is it? No. If you get it up on your screen, it should tell you. Yeah, I just click the buy now button to see what it says. It's uh, not expensive. Fourteen ninety. Yeah, okay. It was cheaper than I even thought it was. Fifteen dollars. That's 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 a good price for this thing. Yeah. Right. And I like it. And it looks like it looks very much like Photoshop in a lot I of the don't like stuff. how they use black everywhere. Well that's you know the quote pro look. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, um, but so I wondered if functionality the Mac, it works great. I wondered if the Mac was going to go in in Mavericks to the flat screen and get rid of the 3D glassy stuff interface as well. I think eventually. Um, 
I take it you how, haven't how do you downloaded like that, Maverick? Mavericks, you mean? No, yeah, Mavericks, yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's I not keep, much I keep of wondering a departure. No, no, I was wondering how you like that new look. It's not much of a new look. Yeah, I find it very flat. I mean, I used to love the glassy, what I used to call the glassy look, and the glassy look is gone. Uh, it's the textured look is what I would call it, yeah. And yeah, it's, it, it's not completely gone. It's kind of, it is flattish. What it reminds me of really is OS nine. It does remind it, me of OS nine. It's true. You know, it's got a couple of um, features in there that are harken back to OS nine. The only uh, well, man, it, let's go back to what I was talking about at the beginning. Sorry, uh, iPhones. Right. So I upgraded my iPhone 4s to iOS seven. Works great. Uh, very happy with it. There's only a couple apps. One of them was kind of an important app that doesn't work, but. It works on my Mac. It's the uh, software that I use to remotely view the security cameras in the stores. Oh, that doesn't work, work at all. No, it crashes every time. It crashes on my iPad. It crashes on my iPhone 4S. Um, and now it crashes on my iPhone 5S, which is a good segue to say, yep, I did buy uh, a new iPhone. What now, color? I got the, uh, the blackish one. Okay. The slight gray. They that's all I had the choice of to be honest. They didn't have silver. Again? They didn't have silver or gold. <laughs> and They're selling for fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars on eBay. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, AT and T, the store actually said I could order the gold one and they'll have it in three to four days. And I thought, no, you won't. But I wasn't going to argue with them. October second is the date they said they yeah. should have me. So. And I could actually take this one back and get a gold one if I want. They just charge me like a $35 restocking fee. Okay. Which isn't too bad, really. But I, 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 at the end of the day, I don't, I don't really care. I really did kind of want the gold one, though. But now that I had the black one, I don't feel like I'm missing out. What I, is the... I, I want to know what the... I guess it's because it's different. Is that why people want it? I guess. I mean... Yeah. I mean, when you looked at the... You look at the stats. There was almost fifteen hundred people in line at the New York store when it opened. Some major record. For you mean why? Why are people out. wanting the 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 five S or the gold one? No, particular? the gold. And they, and they were all they were trying to get the gold ones because they're selling. I don't know if you've read that story. This is it's kind of it's kind of sad and funny at the same time. So some guy in the New York store wanted to get multiple versions of them. You know, multiple phones. So he could sell them on eBay because they're selling for two grand. So he hired homeless people to get in line. <laughs> yeah, I've okay. seen that before. And and then he he had like twelve people in line spaced out so that he could come into the store and take the spot and go back into the store and take the spot and go. And Apple caught wind of it and basically kicked him out and kicked out all the people he had put in line. And then he refused to pay them. Wow, what a jerk. <laughs> What a slime! I know, but this is the thing. He was trying. I think he said like twenty people or something. I can't remember the exact number, but um, and and his goal was to get as many as he could so he could sell them. But that's what they're selling for online. Hmm. The demand for gold is uh, the gold phone is just out. It's crazy. And you know, in two months from now, everybody will that wanted one will have one, and <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like I have to have it now. I I didn't I know, need I don't to have one now. That. I don't understand that at all. I don't either. <laughs> But, you know, it, I didn't I buy a new phone it, but again. You need to buy, buy a new o phone, Owen. You've got an iPhone 4. You you do need I, to get something I do, new. but, you know, this is, well, I should let you talk about your 5S, but the iPhone is not what I want yet. I 
I want an iPhone that looks more like the Galaxy 4. I want a bigger screen. I do too, but it's not like it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to get that when it comes out if you update in the meantime. I guess that's true. You know, I looked at the Apple, um, I mean, the AT&T has that program now where you, you rent it and you lease it rather, or you pay it off instead of paying $200 up front. You pay $27 a month or something like that. Well, that's for the 16 gig. The 32 gig is what I got. That would have been like 29 bucks a month. Uh, it, but they let you update in a year, which I kind of liked it. No penalty. I thought that was kind of an interesting idea. But you pay more money for it, obviously, in the long run. Um, yeah, but they don't I give do you, lo- you know, the, the plans that you join are expensive because they're subsidizing the phone. Correct. So, okay, here's a, here's a new idea. Well, you pay this much extra and you can upgrade in a year. Great. So do I get a break on the subsidized pricing since I'm paying? No, no. Uh-uh. No, and that's what bugged me. Yeah. It's like it, it adds, it's the same price as the person who pays $200 and, and it's the same price. So you're paying the subsidy and a rent. Right, but you get to do it in a year instead of two years. Two years. Although... Most of the time, if you call AT and T and say, "Well, I want to do this," they would uh, they would cut you a deal and make you pay a certain amount of money and let you upgrade. Well, now the they have thing, to I don't because know if you there's noticed. so many other carriers that have the iPhone now. Yep, I don't know if the other thing you noticed is that that plan where you pay so much a month, and then then that payment goes away, which I like. After I forget how long it was, twenty months, I think. If you keep it that long, you have to give up the phone when you trade it in. It's a trade in. They get the phone back, and in the fine print it said it must be in good resellable condition. So if your phone has had any wear or something breaks on it, they they will charge you a fee because it's not resellable. Hmm. And that's in the fine print of that. I will tell anybody who's holding off or they haven't bought a new iPhone yet, when you do buy the new iPhone, get AppleCare Plus. Working at a Mac specialist that, or working for Mac specialists, and we are uh, we do the iPhone. We don't sell it, but we we do the swaps when they go bad. We honor the Apple Care Plus warranty. The vast majority of people that bring their iPhones in, even if it's in within the first year, it's not a hardware failure. It's almost always the customer did something to it. The glasses broke. Yeah, it's broke it's it, almost yeah. always, they've broken it somehow. And if they would have had Apple Care Plus, we'd just give them a new phone. They'd be all set. Forty nine bucks. It's hundred bucks. Is that what it's it hundred bucks? For? Right. Hundred bucks. Yeah. And then you could you can do that two times. You can you can smash it twice and you'll get a new phone <laughs> for forty nine dollars. It's actually a little more expensive now. It's uh, seventy nine dollars replacement for the iPhone five S. But here's so what they, was surprising. So, wait a minute. So you pay seventy nine bucks on top of the ninety nine to change it. Yes. Okay. As opposed to the two hundred dollars they wanted. Oh, for the iPhone five S is three something three oh seven. Ouch. And so you just don't have to worry about it. You know, you only have to come up with fifty bucks or or seventy bucks to get the new phone, rather than three hundred and something. So it's definitely worth getting. I <laughs> I encourage people to get the Apple Care Plus. It really, really is. I cannot Let's tell point out, you. You don't get any of that money when they buy it, right? Uh, Apple Mac specialist, you mean? Yeah, I mean you don't get if they buy the Apple Care Plus from you, you don't keep the money. No, that goes to Apple. It goes to Apple, right? So right. I'm, just, I'm just making sure that you, you know. People have to know you're not saying that because you want the money. Oh no, I think we do get some, but it's a, it's a paltry amount. I mean, if I sell, right. if all I did was sell a hundred copies of Apple Care Plus every hour for an entire week, I'd be out of business. I mean, yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> we get your commission for selling it. I get. That. Yeah, yeah. The st- it's, it, we get like five bucks or something. It's 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 <clears> next <throat> to nothing. Um, but. <laughs> 
just for the customer's sake to get it it's really is worth it because i did not i've get seen it on so my, many heartbreaks man i didn't get it on my iphone 4 and, and i've never broken a phone yeah yeah tap on uh, that wood again but yeah although I, I did go through five phones to get my first one when i got my iphone 4 just every the poor guy saw me walk back into the store and goes now what <laughs> <laughs> Well, Did I tell you that story? I got my, you know, I bought it brand new, AT&T. It got FedEx to my house. When oh, yes. Came out. Mm -hmm. And I plugged it in, and, and the Apple logo just started blinking. That's all it would do. You couldn't reset. You couldn't do anything. It was just, it was just blinking. Then, you know, I call Apple, and I said, well, my Apple logo is blinking. You know, and they went, what? <laughs> I'd never seen this. So I took it down to the store. The guy just took it and dropped it in a box. Wow. Handed me a new one. Hmm. All right. And so we got it running, and I took it home. And then as I started playing with it, the camera wasn't working. So I went back down to the Apple store, and he said, what's wrong? I said, well, the camera doesn't work. He goes, oh, okay. He took it, dropped it in the box, got a new one out, got another one out, handed it to me. We set it up. Everything seemed okay. Then I got home. The first time I plugged in headphones, the headphones didn't work. <laughs> back down to the Apple store. You know, and This happened over and over. And so finally, the, the, the fourth phone he hands me, let's test it out right now. So we test it, and we think it works. And I turned the camera on, and it looked like someone had put a piece of yellow plastic over the camera lens. Everything was yellow. And he's holding it next to his own phone. And he goes, nope. And he throws that into a box. <laughs> and we did it with the fifth phone. So I thought, should I buy Apple Care? <laughs> this is like was the best ad for Apple Care I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. Unfortunately, now my button has broken. The top one? The home button. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to get a new phone, man. And and I'm actually using the I, I've actually started using the accessibility button. Have you ever used that? I have. It's actually kind of cool. I really actually like it. Uh, for those people who have never done this, there's a thing called in the accessibility settings. You can turn on a virtual home button basically that floats on the screen, and you can access all the functions from there. And I actually like it better because I don't have to move my thumb down. It's right there when I need it. It's, so it's 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 ha handled it for me. I went to Apple and said how much to fix the button. And they said, well, we'll just swap the phone for two hundred bucks. Yeah, why? <laughs> two hundred bucks. Right. Can't I get a new one for two hundred bucks? You know, it's like why would I swap my phone for two hundred dollars? Yeah, you'd be surprised. People really get attached to their devices. There is a guy in San Francisco at Metreon that fixes phones, and he said he'd fix the button for fifty bucks. So. I don't know how you need. It. You need. Here's the thing. You keep saying I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for that. It's kind of like you're punishing yourself and enjoying punishing <laughs> yourself because you, in your mind, you're like, no, I'm going to wait for the one that I want. Well, here's my how about you get the one that you need? <laughs> here's my concern: is I, I'll buy if I buy the 5s now. Six months from now, the 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 six will come out and it'll be the one I wanted. Well, the six is going to come out next year. It's going to be a year from now. You think and, it's a yeah, it's going to be a year from now. And okay. your phone trade-in value with AT&T, if you get a 5S, is going to be about 300 bucks. Huh. So you'll basically get the new phone for free with the trade-in value for your 5S. Interesting. A lot of people were doing that in line. They had the 5, and they were going to trade it in. And it was about... It was close to three hundred bucks. It was. Uh, it was Where are all those fives, by the way? I want. Maybe I should buy a used one. Did you notice that they dropped the five from the store? Well, they did, but they didn't. the The five is now the five C. Uh, mechanically, the 5C. Well, it's it is a five. It just it has, is a five. It's just plastic now. Yes. 
But they they got they, but their old five is not available. The four the four S is still available. Right, that's the cheap one. That's the free one out. The free one. I was surprised that the four S didn't go away and the old five became the free one. But I guess it's too close to the C. Well, the 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 five is the five C now. It's just a color plastic back on it. Mechanically, it's the same phone. Did you hold one? They actually feel pretty nice. They do. They feel. You know, it kind of reminded me of a three GS. It did. It's the That's same, that it, same kind of rounded feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't mind it at all. Here's what surprised me. I'm waiting in line at AT&T. They open up an hour early, and uh, I get there about an hour early from that. So I got there about 7 a.m. Okay. There's already about 20 people in line ahead of me. <laughs> and this is a small town. This isn't like you know New York or yeah. Chicago. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And informally, I started taking a poll. What are they getting? And I thought... Maybe naively, I don't know. I thought the 5S is essentially the same as the 5. Yes, it's it's faster. It's got a 64-bit processor. It's a, a better camera. The aperture's bigger. Um, it's got a fingerprint it's sensor. Got a, which, yeah, yeah, which is cool, but meh. It's but a meh. The it five, is a meh. Right, but the 5C is something different it looks different and apple's heavily pushing the 5c on commercials and on their website these i bet half of these people are here for a 5c not a 5s no that wasn't the case not one person was in line to get a 5c not How one i couldn't i was i was really surprised but then i started reading online that was the norm everybody wants the 5s specifically the gold but everybody the wants the five S. Nobody. The demand was, for gold was incredibly high, and I actually I like the black one personally. Mm-hmm. I like the dark colored phones. I'm happy with mine. Um, setting up the fingerprint thing, you can add multiple fingers. I didn't know that, which yeah, is kind of well, nice. Yeah, up to ten, I think, right? Yeah, well, it's coincidentally I've got five fingers, so. But well, that, most of the time I use my right doesn't hand. Doesn't have to be all your fingers, by the way. Right. Most yeah. of the time I use my right hand, but sometimes I'm, I use my left. So I did both my thumbs. Okay. And uh, you don't just put it on there once. You have to keep moving your finger, rotating your finger or thumb on the sensor, and it, it reads it about 10 times per finger. Okay. So if you don't you don't have to put it on exactly the same way every single time. I know. That's actually quite cool. Like it that. is. And it works great. Um, probably the neatest feature is unlocking my phone. I just put my finger on that sensor for a second, and boom, it's unlocked. Another neat feature is I'm in the is iTunes. Is it still a button, by the way, underneath it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's still the same a physical thing. button? Yep. It feels, ex- it, honestly, it feels exactly the same. It does. Okay. Yeah. You If if you've ever played with the five, it feels, excuse me, it feels the same. In fact, the only real difference is it doesn't go down as far as like um, ah. some of the current ones, the, the older ones. It's, okay. it's, it's not flush, but it feels like it sticks up a little and it's not concave like the other ones were. They have that slight. Oh, it's not. Okay. Yeah. No, it's flat. Ah, interesting. Okay. Well, it's a sensor now, so it, it kind of has to be. Well, it's a little camera. It's actually quite, quite clever. Yeah. Piece of it's ceramic in there. No. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, uh, it's funny quartz. to read all this. Is it quartz? People worry. About I forget what it is now. People worry about stealing my fingerprint. Give right. Me a yeah. It's, uh, that's always going to happen, though. That's, yeah. What what is someone going to do with the tip of your finger? Right. You know, it's like, why does anyone care? Well, what if it would have been a, an eyeball reader? People are going to start stealing my eyes. <laughs> well, the, so it turns out someone said, "Oh, what are you?" Someone cuts my thumb off to steal my phone. You know, it's like, uh, what is on your phone that is so important that someone would cut your finger off for? Okay. Well, here's the thing: and, if you get to the point where they're going to cut your thumb off, 
wouldn't you just say, no, you know what, here, I'll just unlock it for you. Yeah, I, here, take my phone. Right? And Here's if, my four-digit code. <laughs> even if it's locked that way, it still has a passcode, yep. and it can still be reinitialized. Yep. Yeah, so if I steal your phone, I can still reinitialize it. It's, it's, the fears are dumb. They are but dumb. But what's really cool, though, is instead of, you know, you've got your iTunes password, right? So if you go in, oh, there's a piece of, there's an app that I really want. Uh, you click buy, and then you got to type in your password, right? Right now, you just put your thumb. You on just it. put your thumb yeah, on there. I think that's very cool. That, I, I, like I think that it's a lot. an interesting idea. It speeds it speeds up spending money, Tim. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there is that. So that Look was how easy uh, it is to spend money with Apple. <laughs> that was this week, obviously. You know, updating an older phone to iOS seven, getting an iPhone five S. Like I said, it's a thirty two gig black version. I really like it. Uh, it's brilliant screen. That's the biggest thing that you'll notice, Owen. Number one. A 5S just feels so much lighter than your phone. It is lighter. It's it's, it's not even lighter. close. And it, it, well, it's skinnier. It it's sometime. lighter. It's uh, it's a it's a really nice phone, and the screen is just amazing. It well, really is. Maybe I'll is. do it. I cut before when I come back from my trip because then I don't have to carry a brand new phone with me and we're in fear of losing it. Yeah, that's that's. I would definitely do that too. But yeah, stop procrastinating. Just buy it. You'll be able to sell it when the new one comes out a year from now. Well, I'll look at this way too. My wife doesn't care, so I'll buy it. And then if something new comes out, I'll give her the 5S and she can. Uh, I can go get the new one. Yeah. Well, I, I'm with you. I want an iPhone with a much larger screen, uh, a Galaxy type of phone. That have you is. used the Galaxy 4? I have. It, it's actually quite an amazing device to put in your hand. It is. It is a little big. It is a little big, but I got used to it. I played with it for a while. It. it, it David Pogue made the best comments that it felt like he's putting a frozen waffle in his pocket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that was just, that sort of, yeah, it was cold. I would say and, maybe a toaster strudel, but okay. A toaster strudel, yeah. <laughs> 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 but I love that comment. You know, it's, it, it, but, you know, there was something about opening up a web page and seeing most of it. Yep. And not having to, like, zoom and scroll around all the time. And it made, I went back to my iPhone, the iPhone screen, I even had a 5 at the time I was playing with. And it was like the five just felt tiny. It does. And you know, it's just it's time. It's time. You know, it, there's all the talk about how Android phones are eating up. You know, the getting more and more and more and more people going Android. Well, that's because there's more and more phones to pick. Yeah. And Apple choice. needs Apple needs to create a few more choices. I know every developer in the world will scream when they come out with a phone that's got a different resolution but they don't have to they could make it the resolution of the ipad mini yep and and just have it on a tight tighter smaller screen and it would be perfect yep i it's it's what i've been wanting i've been talking about here on tech fan that's the size phone i want yep and uh i'm a little upset that apple hasn't given it to me let me take a quick break on we'll be right back okay hello i'm mike mcpeak from bard on the plains podcast Growing up on the plains of South Dakota, I used to listen to my dad tell stories about his life. I never had a chance to record any of these, but I realized that everyone has a story to tell. And that's what I try to do on this podcast, tell anecdotes of my own and have other people tell their stories in their words and in their voice. So please listen to Bard on the Plains podcast. It's about stories, mine and yours. Back with uh, Tech Fan Podcast number 134 with Owen Rubin and me, Tim Robertson. We'd love to hear from you guys, get some feedback. If you go to techfanpodcast.com, 
You can leave a comment right underneath this episode or any previous episode. Or better yet, send an email. It's tim at techfanpodcast.com. And even though David's not here, you can reach him at david at techfanpodcast.com. And if you do have a few extra minutes, go up to the iTunes listing for this podcast and just do a quick review. That helps us in the rankings and it pushes the show up a little bit, meaning more people will find it and you'll make me happier. Although I'll be honest, Owen, I don't use iTunes anymore for my podcasting needs. <gasps> no, I, I use I use an app called uh, Downcast on my iPhone. It's so I use much one called I used one called Podcaster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I used that way back in the day. It's not I was trying good. to find one for it. It's, I can't find it now. I think maybe I deleted it. Yeah. Check out uh, Downcast. It's it's really, okay. really nice. I, I like it a lot. That's a terrible name. It is, but it works great. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I, I, I care more about functionality than... Exactly. Yeah. But people but, need to review you because, review it because it also helps you talk about what people want to hear about oh absolutely it's so, funny that you actually are responsive that way tim how unusual <laughs> <laughs> well you know uh the other big tech thing well it's not really a tech thing at all in fact it's it's a geeky thing grand theft auto 5 came out this week owen and uh you know that i was... hear it's so realistic to los angeles that you spend about a half an hour in the game stuck on the 405 <laughs> eating cold in and out fries yeah you do um <laughs> What's kind of I'm neat sorry, about this game is LA, so up until this point, GTA, it was a, you play this character and there's a storyline. Now you can go off story and do other tasks and, you know, explore the city, which is what I like to do. Uh, the whole world that's associated in that game. And uh, I, I've always liked that, but you have three characters in this game. And at any time when you're not actually on a mission where well, you could switch during the missions too, and it's critical actually, but at any time you're just kind of screwing around in the game you can bring up one of the other players and jump into that player, what they're doing. What happens to the player you jump out of? They just go about their business. Okay. So I'm, I'm this one guy and, uh, I was exploring and I was way the hell away from any save point And I knew I wanted to save soon. I was like, uh, I'm getting, I want to, I need to put the game away. But at this point I have to get all the way back to his house to save my game. And well, this can gonna, you switch characters? Well, that's the thing. I knew it was going to take like 15 minutes for my character to get all the way back there. So okay. I thought, I'm going to switch to one of the other guys. They have to be closer to one of my save points. So I switched <laughs> over to this other guy, and I don't know what he'd done to get in trouble, but he had a two-star wanted level, or I'm sorry, a three-star <laughs> wanted level, and the cops were chased, so I jump into his body. And it's kind of cool when you switch. That's why I wanted to ask you, like, can your guy end up being in real trouble? Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that's, the, that's what makes this game kind of cool and realistic <laughs> is you feel like they're doing stuff when you're not playing them. They feel like real characters. <laughs> so when you switch a character, because, you know, you could, at any time you can hit the button and see what the map right. to see where you're at. You, you hit this button, and you kind of see a close-up of where your character is, the one that you've been playing, right. and the map kind of pulls back, and it waits for a second like it's looking for the other character. And then it kind of goes into the part of the map where they're at. And then, boom, you're that character. It's, okay. it's really clever. I mean, it's Rockstar, so I'm not surprised. But right. uh, So I jumped to this other character, and sure enough, he is in the middle. I don't know what he did, but there's cops all around. He's driving like a maniac on these back roads. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, okay, here we go. <laughs> so I'm doing that for a little bit, and I'm thinking, now what, now what happens if I switch? He, he was already in trouble, so I didn't feel well, that's what I want to know. Like, guilty. does the guy drive the car off the cliff, or does he keep driving? No, he keeps driving. He, that's it's, interesting. It's just a regular character. 
So I jump out of him and I go to my third guy. And he is sitting at the beach on a bench smoking a cigarette. <laughs> that's all he was that, doing. Now that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, he was just sitting there. And I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. And so I played him for about, I don't know, 20 minutes. And remember, I wanted to save because I was getting tired of playing, but this was right. so much fun. So I start playing him a little bit. And then, I, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back to my first guy now. So I go back to my first guy. And remember, I left him way the hell out. Well, right. he had must he must have decided he needed to go somewhere else because I switched to him. He's in his own car, and he's literally in a traffic jam just sitting there. Oh, so you know, my joke is actually real. Yes, he was sitting, <laughs> he was sitting halfway up an on ramp. There was cars in front of him, cars behind him, and he's just sitting there, and he looks very impatient, like, oh god damn it! And it's just a traffic yeah, I don't jam. Teach and... him to get on the four hundred five at, at in the afternoon, right? I mean, they should, yeah. And so, of course, since I jump into him. I'm not going to sit there and wait. So I'm careening through traffic and smashing cars. And oh my God, so it was you can so. Do that. Okay. You can do that. And it's so much fun. I was. Look, I, I was day of on this game. I knew I was going to buy it. Yeah. And I knew I was going to like it. We talked about it before. Yeah. And GTA has always been. That's what got me back into video games in 2002. You know, I, I was an early adopter of video games back in the 70s. Right. I grew yeah, up I with them, but at one point sometime in the 90s, I kind of stopped playing them at all. Probably when my first daughter was born in 94. That's probably when I got out of video games for a while. Okay. And then uh, I remember Julie and I were sitting there watching something. It was 2002, so it was probably us bombing Iraq. And uh, a video game commercial came on for Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And up to that point, I, for the last couple of months, I had been feeling very 80s nostalgic. You know how that happens. Yeah. And this game comes up, and it takes place in the 80s. It's a very Don Johnson look. He's got the flower yeah, shirt on. It and, was a very Don Johnson look. And, and the song Miami, it was is... It definitely a Miami Vice kind yes. of uh, game. Well, the Flock of Seagulls Iran song they used for the commercial. And it just pushed all the right buttons for me. So that weekend, <laughs> I went out and I bought a PS2 and... Grand Theft okay, Auto Vice City. PlayStation or Xbox, right? It was it was GT, it was uh it wasn't on Xbox yet. Mm. So I bought a PlayStation Two and I bought that game and uh, I'm here I am I'm still playing them I'm still buying them. And, what are you uh, playing on now? I bought a, I bought the GTA th- uh, Five for the 360. 360. So so speaking of that, are you <clears throat> are you looking at the new games and thinking about a new Xbox or PlayStation? Yeah, I'll buy them both. Um, well, you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, to, go this ahead. is sound terrible. I'm in that industry, and I don't own either one of those devices. Well, e- either one of those devices aren't out yet, or unless, unless no, no. I mean, I don't own a general. PlayStation or an Xbox. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. And th- and this is something you'll probably relate to. I I get addicted to those things. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, the last console I bought was an N64. That tells you how long ago it's been, and. I think Zelda came out and Mario Kart, and, and I just found myself spending dozens of hours sucked into games, Super Mario Brothers, all that. I just and I said, you know, I can't do this again. I cannot buy a new device because I'll just end up spending way too much. So you've time got that there. addictive personality when it comes to I those. I do. Yeah. And I get sucked into it, and I, you know, my my wife constantly says, I'm a video game, you know, widow because I I when Zelda came out, I had to get through it. I had to finish it. Right, and I, and what was the other one? The Mario, you know, we had to run him around the castle and save the princess, and I, and I just, just described every Mario game. 
Yeah, well, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna finish, and I wasn't gonna put it down until I finished it. And in my case, you know, I had my home theater, so it's projected on an eight-foot screen on the wall. Yeah. And you know, it's totally immersive, and I've got you know my surround sound on, and um, it, it was I just would, I was stuck in the cave, I wouldn't leave. So I, so I, I'm at the point I'm waiting for the PS4 to come out because then I'll probably go buy a PS3 because I want the Blu-ray player in it. Um, but I, I'm really nervous about buying it because I'll just want to start playing stuff. I can understand that. I, I do. But I love if video I got games. Grand it's, theft, it's my... Yeah, you would be sucked into Grand Theft I'd big time. I just would be gone, you know. Everybody, what happened to Owen? Well, he's you know he's stuck in L.A. somewhere in Grand Theft. <laughs> so I have a question. Can your characters meet each other? Oh, yeah. They're they're a team. They're criminals. They are a team. Yeah. yeah. They go on heists so they start and shit out together. together. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Right. So so you're, you're just messing around in the game. There's these little markers, and you go to the markers, and that starts a mission. And then all your players are together. Okay. Doing something. Maybe. Not every I mission is every character. Gorgeous, by the way. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. It really is. And there were some it's mechanics so- in GTA four that they fixed, especially driving. Driving always felt kind of floaty to me in, in GTA four compared to a lot of other games. I yeah, didn't enjoy it. I, I played that and I felt like I, there was one we, one big ball wheel in the middle of the car. Right. I always felt like the tires were on tractor tires and they weren't inflated all the way. <laughs> you know, too much body roll. You couldn't really take a sharp turn. They fixed right. those mechanics in GTA Five. Cool. So I'm I'm way into that game. But here's the thing. You know what I was playing this morning? My what? my Wii U uh, Super Mario Brothers U, <laughs> which is basically um, it's it's kind of like the original side-scrolling Mario game. Oh really? Yeah, it's really fun. It's side-scrolling. It's you know it's kind of 3D, but not really. Um, just gorgeous graphics. Now the what I like about it is I can either look at the TV and play the game, or look at the Wii controller, you right. know, with the and play the game on there. I think that's very cool. I like that idea. I look at the TV because it looks so much better. I mean, it's in high def and it's more brilliant. That's my next game is going to be a side scroller. I think. You the next game a, you develop? I, I have I've started a prototype of a game to develop, and it's a side scroller. Hmm. I you know I'm I'm a, I I found myself lately. Uh, Jetpack Joyride and Tiny Wings. And, you know, the problem you know, with those games, though, is you can't go backwards at all. You don't really control the character. Like in Jetpack Joyride, you don't really control that character. You control up and down. That's it. That's all you do. Yeah. And, and I don't like that. And we, we'll, we'll have up and down in something. Uh, the idea is, is to get distance. They're, they're called runners. Mm-hmm. Right? So the idea is to get as far as you can. So your high score is how far did you get. Right. I, I think I think those kind. Uh, well, I hope you don't make a runner because I think those games are are starting to run their course. I think people are getting a little tired of. Oh, great! It's another runner. Um, people like to control characters, you know. Yeah, There's I a, hope if, to make if it if different want, enough. Now you say side scroller. Um, a side scroller isn't necessarily a runner. I like well, I a, like platform a, games. Those uh, are my favorite. There's a game called Robot Loves Kitty. <laughs> you right. should oh my god i'm telling you right now you could make your own levels too so you would really like it but it's 99 cents or free i mean it's 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 nothing robot loves kitty is one of my favorite iphone games or an ipad it's the controls <laughs> are really really tight is, um, eight, is it really 8-bit graphic like oh yes big time I would yeah. say almost four bit graphics, to be honest. Like four bit graphics. Yeah, but it, it the, totally look works. Look at their web page. It totally works. Buy that game and play it today. Okay. I guarantee you, you will not regret it. 
I will. Robot loves Kitty. That's, it started life like, as a flash it, game. It's actually a greater, a less than three for the loves in their in their graphics. That's funny. Mm-hmm. For the heart, sideways heart. It's great. <laughs> you will you will love that game if you make a game like that. I think the biggest problem with Robot Loves Kitty is they they never really promoted it much. The only promotion they get is from people like me who tried it, and then literally push it onto somebody. You got to try this game. Play it. You're gonna love it. The, the controls for a touchscreen is just, it's really, really precise. I will check it out. I'm, I'm actually, I'm at, while we're talking, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Robot. In the wonderful uh, App Store search, which is just good. How can a company like Apple have such crappy search in their, in their store? I don't understand why the search engine is so bad. Well, let's go back to the Wii U for a minute. Uh, I've got a hundred dollar credit on um, the Wii U. In other words, for the game store. Yeah. So I decided I was going to buy that new. It's been out for a while, but that Mario game. I knew I was okay. going to like it. I just hadn't bought it yet. So I finally bought it, and sure enough, I love it. I knew I would. And my five year old son is really enjoying it. So you don't need super high end game systems and graphics for kids to enjoy it. My kid likes Donkey Kong. He played a Donkey Kong game. An arcade, an actual arcade at the dentist office, waiting for his turn to go in one day. <laughs> and uh, he loved it. He came home and he was telling me all about this new game called Donkey Kong. And, of course, that's when I fired up my uh, my <laughs> Ouya. And sure enough, I have Donkey Kong uh, ROM. And I played it via MAME. And oh my, he liked it, but he liked the arcade better. Interesting. Not really. There's an interesting I, I don't think in it's iOS interesting that, that he likes it better. I think it's interesting that... Most people would assume that they wouldn't like older games because the graphics aren't so good. I think the story is there. That no, no, if it's fun I mean, gameplay, it's fun. We had when we designed those games, we didn't have good graphics, so right. we had to put some kind of play into them. Yeah. I just found an interesting iOS seven bug. So if I do a search for just the word robot in the store, I get a lot of way too many hits. So I put the word kitty following it, uh-huh. and I hit search, and I get a pop up that says "cannot connect to App Store." Wow. Except that it can, it just did. And if I change the search, it connects just fine. So instead of saying nothing found, it says it cannot connect to App Store. Well, I went on to the uh, the Wii U yesterday because I wanted to buy this game. And it's not listed on the front page of their store anymore. So you have to literally search for it to find it now. Well, that's Their fun. search is terrible. And it's so, so slow. And I, it kept airing out on me. I kept getting all these different error codes on my Wii U. I would find the game. I would say, okay, I found it. Great. Get more details. Boom. Error code. It would drop me back to the main <laughs> screen. I'm like, oh. So then I had to log back into the store. That takes a while. I had to do another search because it doesn't save searches or anything. It doesn't say, oh, look, here's the things you looked at recently that you didn't buy. Nope. None of that. Had to search for it again. Had to find it again. Oh, crashed out again. Have to go back. It did that about, and I'm not exaggerating, 25 times before I was actually able to buy, buy and download the game. You didn't really want it. <laughs> Man, it, it's, it drove me crazy. I'm like, why are you making this so difficult? Well, I'm not finding this game, Tim. Uh, they're trying to search for it. I searched for Robot, and I get too many hits. I searched for Robot Kitty. I get the error. I searched for Robot Loves, and it's just spinning forever now. Uh, you found the, the website, the though, right? The iTunes store has had some of the... I mean, I've had names where I've known the name of the product. So the name will be, you know, I'll make something up. The name, if, the, if the name was your name, Tim Robertson, if, I, if, you, if the app has the, the word as all one word, 
and I search it as two words, yep. doesn't find it. Yeah, if you Come on, seriously do this, um, uh, you got a web browser open? Uh, no, I yeah, yeah, I can do it with a web browser. Well, right. here, just follow this link. I just sent you a link via Skype. I just did a Google search for Robot Loves Kitty iOS. Boom. Oh yeah, well, I have it I have it on my on my app screen here, but I don't have it on my phone. So of course you texted you just Tim just yeah, Oh, you know there. what? Here's it's it's also it's Robot Wants Kitty, not Robot Loves Kitty. If you oh. if you look for yeah, that's the problem. I gave you the wrong name. Ah. It finds it on the website a, if you look for Robot out, Loves Kitty. Mythos Mythos has a game called Robot Loves Kitty. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And it's this really funky looking eight bit graphics. It's uh it's very funny. Oh yeah. I see that. I'm looking Did at you that search now. for that? That's yeah. why that's why I'm looking at it like that's really eight bit graphics. <laughs> wow. No, this is totally different. Robot oh, Robot right, Wants Kitty. And I think if you actually look for RWK, you'll find it that way as well. You can find it on you can play it online too, it turns out. You can. It uh, it started life as a flash game. Okay. And uh, in fact, when you download the game to your iOS, there's one of the level is it's called uh, the Flash level. And that's okay, the one fav- you can... your favorite game right now on iOS is this it? Yep. Really? I think the one that I just sent you. Yeah. Um, oh, it got it. Even sounds eight bit. Wrap the soft. My... Just is the. There it is. Okay, that one. I'm sorry, you're hearing that music in the background because I just it just started this. The <laughs> icon looks like a little computer with a kitty in the middle of it. Yep, that's that? it. Yeah, like that's it. That's it. I know that sound anywhere. That's it. <laughs> Fun game. You're going to like that one, I guarantee okay. you. Oh, yeah, this is... Um, I, I used to love the side-scrolling games. Yeah, well, that's a platformer. Platformer. Is that what you call those? Like, yep. Where you, had, you, used to, you, had, you used to have to go into the caves and you have to shoot the guns that you... Right, and you... Well, M- Mario is a side-scroller platforming type of game. Yes. But a true platformer, you can go forward on the screen, you can go backwards on the screen. Usually, you have to jump up or down. Would Mario let you go back? I don't think Mario. No, no, Mario doesn't let you go back very far. No, neither did Sonic. So those are kind of side-scrolling games. But a true platformer, that's what Robot Wants Kitty is. Okay, I will check this out because I'm still I'm still working up the idea. So uh, we have a sick idea of a of a of a. The goal was to be a runner game, but you may be right. Maybe it's better to be a platformer. People love platformers. What, what, if, if I can't tell you the story yet, but uh, but speaking of that, we we should have something to tell you. We hope in a couple weeks. Well, good. It's been like a year. Yeah. Well, it's we we had three games, and one got stalled, and the other game we were ready to release it, and then someone came along and said, "Oh, we want to work with you on this," and we have some changes, and then one of the other games we got to the end, and a bunch of us said, "This is not ready for prime time," so it's go it's gone back into the rework. Because we want to put out good stuff, you know. I don't want to just throw crap out there. No, but by the same token, you need something out there soon. Well, yeah, we're it's way too late. Yeah, well. <laughs> I agree. We're we're all going. Come on, we got to get these things done. You so, do absolutely. Uh, we have a we have a, a multiplayer game that should come out shortly, and I think people will like it. And when it gets ready to come out, I'm going to call you and say I want to talk about it. So awesome. Uh, well, I'm happy to promote it. I appreciate that. So. Uh, what else is happening in tech that 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 is so cool? You know, that was really. It, it seems like there was something else I was going to discuss, but 
Whatever it was is gone now, really. It's gone now. Yeah. It's... Well, see, that's how fast tech changes, Tim. You see, you know, when we started this show, it was probably hot. <laughs> yeah, and now it's cold already. No one's talking about it. <laughs> no one's talking about it. No one cares. Uh, you know, yeah. I, going back to what we originally discussed, I, I am kind of surprised that the iPhone 5C isn't getting the love that I thought it was going to get. I'm wondering if it's the colors. I mean, I, I asked someone who said they thought about going to buy one. And when they got to the store, they looked at them and they said, well, they're colors that a kid would like. Maybe that's what the whole point of that is. The, everyone that's buying it on day one are the hardcore I, iPhone users. Right. The fi, iPhone 5C is, uh, I think it's time to get a new phone. I'm going to go to Verizon or AT&T store and see what they've got. And that's yeah. when they're going to get, oh, look, this is yellow. It's for those people. It's not for... It's not for the hardcore. It's not yeah. for us. It's not for anyone listening to this show. It's for the casual, I just need a phone, and this one was pretty because it's pink. So this is this is proof, by the way, that Steve Jobs is gone because it was Ivy that created the colored Max way back when, and they slowly disappeared, and now he's back. No, they stuff. did it with the uh, iPads or iPods as well, if you remember. Yeah, I, it, he loves color. John Ivy just loves color product. And I looked at this and said, wow, it's the first one he's probably been given carte blanche to go build his phone. You know, and he built it in color again. It's, I think it'd be kind of, I kind of missed the colors. I thought it always made Apple kind of fun. That's, they need I, the professional I think, I think the, yes. And I think they need colors. Because remember yeah. what the color IMAX really did in the computer industry when it came out. Up to that point, everything was beige. Beige. Oh, even Apple was beige. Yeah. And that ugly beige. Well, they did have the G3 and G4 towers that were you know, blue. blue and off. But even that blue wasn't a good blue. No, <laughs> so, it was a terrible you know, blue. People weren't, t you know, you need a, you need the pro series for people that, you know, want it in business and they want to be taken seriously and they've got that. But I think, you know, people want their computers at home to be fun. And I think the colored IMAX and stuff were fun. And I'm hoping to see Ivy bring some of that back again. Well, you know what it is? It's making technology. That's not just for the techno people like us. We're happy with beige. If you and I were the still the only ones really buying computers today, they'd still all be beige, right? I don't because I don't care. It sits under my desk and right. We don't care. Yeah. But uh, but your wife does. My wife does. And they my go to the store her. with my us to look at the computers, and they're and they're like, "Ooh, this one's pretty." It's got a better color. Yeah. yeah. I, and now, I mean, I'm not, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all women are like that, but I'll to be honest, women have a better sense of uh, style than most men do. Most men do. Yeah. Most yeah. Most men's and unfortunately, the even to this day, <laughs> industrial design is still men, unfortunately. And I think yeah. it would behoove almost any, any industry to start getting more women who have better design sense to make things look nicer. Because we do, as men, we do appreciate it when they look nice. I mean, that new MacBook Air is a gorgeous little machine. Yeah. Just gorgeous. The iPhone 5S, it's a gorgeous machine. But... You know, we need other options as well. Yeah, but as guys, we stick them in funny-looking cases, and we never see what the phone looks like anyway. Right. <laughs> and the cases we buy are just, its that's the case. It protects it. Women yeah. buy the case. When women come in our store, they spend 10 times longer looking through the various cases because they want to find one they like. The guys walk in, and they go, is this one work on mine? Yeah, okay. And they pull it off. It's just a black case. They don't care. I actually like i like the case cases the Apple cases for the 5C as well. Do you? I thought I, the I colored think they're ones terrible. that you match up two colors, you know, so they 
they complement each other. I, I think, thought that was kind of a very cool thing. I think they're terrible. I looked at them, and they they got the holes in the back, and oh, I think they're butt ugly. I don't think they're going to sell any they? of those. Yeah, they're terrible. I, think, I, thought, I figured that's going to, kids would love that. Kids probably would love it. Maybe. I don't know. I like I like the funky cases. I like the cases that make my phone look like an N sixty four controller or an NES controller. <laughs> I had a cassette one for a mm-hmm. while. And yeah. a cheap camera. I had one of those mm-hmm. cheap instamatic cameras. I thought that one was hysterical. Yeah. The cassette was a little too big, unfortunately. But I see that's that, that style. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Geek. That's geek. That's geeky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kinda yeah, proves my be- point. Yeah, yeah, your point has just been proven. Okay. So uh, uh, with that, I guess we need to wrap up this episode. I've got things to do today. I'm sure you do too. I do too. Thank you for inviting me. It's I'm glad you came in. It's always you. fun having you on here, Owen. I, uh, you know, if it, if it wasn't for the time change, um, we definitely have you on more often. On you know, on a weekday it doesn't matter. On a Friday, I can get up early because my wife wants to get up early to get to work. So you know, I I'm happy to join you on a Friday morning when you know when you let me know. Well, Just I do it 10 a.m. my time, so that's 7 a.m. your time. Right, I can do it. All you need to do is start setting your reminder on your phone or something so you can wake up and, and get on Skype because that's when David well, and I are on to do it. Do not disturb it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, does a, re- a, remind- a reminder won't go off, but an alarm Yes, it will. Yeah. A reminder, yeah, mm, yeah I don't the know. Reminders no, are silent, but uh, alarm I know will still go off. What happens is they stack up to the end yes. of the do not disturb. Mm-hmm. But the alarm will still go off even if it's a silent because they figure okay, so what's you your set favorite the alarm. Feature? I have to ask one question. What's your favorite feature on the new iOS? I, I haven't had it long enough. I've had it for, this is this, well, I bought it two days ago. But yesterday I was, I didn't really do a whole, wait, was it yesterday? Today's Saturday, so, no, Thursday. Oh, that's right, you haven't had no, it very long. No, I, 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 I've had it just a little over 24 hours. I like, I, I have to say I like that uh, folders are actually folders. I mean, uh, Well, I have all my apps on one screen now. I do like that a lot. You know what I think I like? Face, although I wish they would have left them four by three instead of making them nine. Yes. They make folders smaller and they did that. Uh, and, if you, and the other thing that most people don't know about the new camera, if you press and hold the shutter, it'll do burst mode. Yes. Goes, I, I kind of think that I like the camera a lot on the new iPhone. It's so much better. It really is. It's a it's a fantastic. They needed a bigger aperture. They did it. It's it's a fantastic phone. So it's, I'm going to say between that and an iOS seven where, uh, forgetting the fingerprint thing for a second, you know you remember on iOS six and before you had to to swipe to unlock. You had to do it right where it said swipe to unlock. Right. With iOS seven now, you just swipe it anywhere. It's true. I also like the swipe up piece where all the controls are available that, everywhere. That's probably my favorite feature with iOS seven. That is a 7. great feature. But on your five, on your five, try this when we have a chance. Point at something you want to take a picture of and press and hold the button. I'll do it right now. It'll take a whole bunch of pictures. And then it gives you this kind of film Oh, yeah, I just took nine pictures right there. Yeah, and now you can look through them and pick the ones you want to keep and throw the rest of them away. So instead of hoping you get the right picture at the exact right time, this thing does a burst. And I love that. I think that's a cool feature because it'll burst a bunch of shots. And you throw away the ones you don't want and pick out the best one. Yeah. Uh, and you don't get caught with someone with their eyes closed or something like that. It's actually a very cool feature it is. that they didn't talk about anywhere. Hmm. It doesn't, on the four, it doesn't work as a camera. They also do slow motion video. They have slow motion video, which is cool. Yeah. The cameras on the fives have gotten, the new SNOS software brings out some very cool new features. Yep. All right, Tim, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate your inviting me, and I will definitely do this again. Say hello to David next time you talk to him. I'm sorry I missed him. 
as always, Owen, it was a pleasure to have you on. We'll see you later.